Well, hello, Kate. Well, hello, yes. Welcome to Metaphys, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Metaphys. I don't have a song, so <laughs> that'll just be her thing. Um, yeah. How was your week? Um, it was fine. I had stuff to say about it. Oh, no, yeah. I played video games the whole time. That's what happened. Oh, good. I feel like I wanted to tell you about it, and then I remembered I didn't do anything but play Horizon Zero Dawn. That's it. I got that. Okay. Now that's your week. We played Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't know what that is. I'm don't, not going to ask. It's a really good game where the main character is like a <laughs> red-haired lady, and she's like a hunter, and she's not the typical like body type that you would expect from like a video game character. It's just like a regular body type. What? And it's so awesome, and just the game's awesome. And how was your week? Um, so I worked in the industry. In the industry. Our topic? Industry night. Yeah. Yeah, it's me, and that's me. I'm third person now. I wanted not to have a super heavy topic, but something that I could really, like, get into. And then Kate was triggered by Cynthia Bailey. She triggered me. She ordered a light mojito, and I watched the waitress not ask her what that meant to her, but just be like, okay, and probably bring her a regular mojito because Cynthia Bailey is just doing a thing in front of her friends where she's like, I'm not drinking this early. Yeah, the no questions is definitely, it makes me think that she just gave her what the fuck ever. Because like, wouldn't you be like, light meaning not tasting yeah. strong? Or like... Do you mean less sugar? Do you less mean less rum, alcohol? Less you want whatever, like, yeah. Anything. Do you want extra ice? Like, she didn't ask anything. She just did it, which makes me think she just brought her a mojito. She gave her a regular one. Yeah. Because that's some bullshit. And that's why we're going to have a talk shit about the restaurant industry and like its ins and outs and customer stuff today because you know it's not that deep and it's mostly funny and we've both been at these jobs for a while i also always wanted to talk shit about shannon bedore ordering her her thousand lemons yeah or is it limes i feel like sometimes it's limes. sometimes it's lemons you're right. No, she has the four lemons in a bowl, and that got me all confused, her oh, bullshit yeah. feng shui, which is shui. also bullshit. It just connects to the other bullshitness. Yeah. Like. But she would – Shannon Bedore on Real Housewives of OC will go to restaurants and just like weirdly and coyly in like her weird just way order, can I just get a gray goose on the rocks and just like a side of limes, like a whole lime? And I remember one time someone gave her that, like a literal whole lime just around the edge of the glass. And she was like, oh, I thought you just give me like a half that I could squeeze or something like that. She's just, she literally just wants someone to squeeze 10 limes for, like, honestly, if I'm being honest with you, she wants exactly what I want when I order tequila, which is like, I want an ice cold shot of tequila that has a bunch of lime juice in it. So it's not sweet and it's not syrupy and whatever. But like, I also know what it is to juice limes for a job and that I can't have half of your lime prep. So, like, <laughs> I just don't say that shit, but, like, Shannon Bedore does. Yes. Yeah, fucking Shannon. Um, have you had anything happen to you this week, customer-wise, that you want to vent about? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm certain. <laughs> um, I work at a really mind? busy, like, really, like, having a moment restaurant. So, like, it's also, like, a barbecue restaurant, like, so... The cooking is a long process, and so when you're out, you're out. And I think sometimes the, you're really out? I mean, that that happens. Um, I wouldn't even say it really annoys me. I just feel like it sort of triggers this 
sarcasm button in my head where like you just want to be like yeah it's not really something I joke about <laughs> like you know <laughs> I wouldn't lie to you yeah and it, I mean I've also been on the other end of it like as a customer with friends or like with family members where like they go somewhere wanting something like let's say we go a place because we really like the tiramisu or something because I work in like the food industry if they're out of it I accept that very quickly and move on because I just I don't know I guess like there's like a full picture of like what goes on in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And I think You know the behind the scenes. Yeah. And I think sometimes like people just have the picture of their disappointment and not maybe <laughs> this person's life of constantly being the bearer of bad news all day. And like yep. how maybe they just wanna, you know, just move on to the next thing where you order because like this is just something you have to accept. It's gone. There's no more tiramisu. There's no more. Like, please don't let this person, like, make this person hold your hand through it and, like, you know, self-flagellate because they ran out of, like, you just got to let it go. It just is what it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've definitely, I think that's probably the only thing that's come up this weekend. It's just too busy for people to harp too much on weekends. Yeah. Anything happen to you this week along those lines? Um. Yeah. I've had two special customers who are going down in the book of Kate. Uh, and her customer experiences this weekend. Usually I don't have two in one week. Sometimes I'll have like one or two every month. I had two last week. First person. So I work at like a a Korean barbecue karaoke place. So we serve food till midnight on the weekend days. And we're open till 2 a.m. for our karaoke rooms. And we have a bar that's open till 2 a.m. So... There's two bartenders working on any weekend night, so I'm not the one closing. So I'm closing down my station because my coworker is the one that's closing mm-hmm. the restaurant. So I'm cleaning my station, and these two people come in, a couple, I think, I don't know, and I hear them talking about food. And I tell them, hey, our kitchen closed an hour ago. They came in at 1.00 kitchen closed at midnight an hour ago I don't have any food for you I'm sorry about that and they're like oh no same just like you oh no really like no food nothing at all remember we used to get that at the Mexican place all the time like yeah. don't you have any in the back like, like what is the this back? mystical back if you're there was a back about? I'd be eating it because I'm starving right now I think it's they learned that at like Best Buy where like not everything displayed is like what people have and right like, do you have any like this we isn't have, like a Buy. stock room this is not like a shoe place like literally like if we have food it's there. I had to literally, it was a back and forth for a minute until I literally was like, hey, listen, I'm not trying to make my job harder. If I had the food, I would give it to you. I'm not trying to hoard anything from you. If I had it, you would have it. I don't have food at 1 a.m. Sorry. I'm mm-hmm. really sorry about that. Do you want anything to drink, though? So they- Your tears. They <laughs> mit, 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 mit to themselves. And as I'm cleaning, I hear her still talking about the food. And- I'm about to leave. It's Saturday night. It was really busy. It was busy the night before that. It was busy the night before that. So I'm kind of like, mm, I just, I'm not going to let this go. It's my last customer of the night. And I just don't want her going around thinking something about food that's not true. So I hear her talking about the food and I look up at her and say, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Like, what are you saying? Can I help you still? Because you seem to be still talking about the food. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, um, no, uh, I was just saying that, like, you know, it's kind of insinuated, I feel, that you should have food right now. And I just look at her and flat out say, well, it's not insinuated. 
It's written on our menu what time we serve food to. It's written on the front door. It's written on the internet. I'm telling you right now, I, I don't know what else to do about this. Was it insinuated by her mind? I guess so. It was insinuated like by hopes? the fact that she came off the street drunk, looking for food, saw us, hoped that we had food. We don't have food. I'm very sorry about it. I Seriously, I am so sorry about it now. I wish I did, just to shut her up. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. And I mean, to some extent, it's like, I would rather say yes than no. Oh, yeah. No all day is super annoying. I don't want to do this. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, so they finally order drinks, and they're one of those customers who have to, like, guide them through the menu, which is fine. Whatever. It's what I'm paid to do. Um, So finally get their drinks, and the guy, there's a guy here the whole time. It was two people. The guy sits down, and the lady's still in front of me, and she's like, so was it busy tonight? And I'm in the middle of cleaning. So I'm just kind of like, uh, yeah, like it's Saturday night. It was busy tonight. Like, why do you ask? What's your real question? And she's like, oh, well, was it just uh, you two? Which like, me and my coworker were both working still. And I was like, well, yeah, it's just us right now. There was a third person before because it's Saturday night and it was busy. But like, yeah, it's just us now. Like, why? What bush are you beating around? What's your real question again? And then she finishes with, um, oh, I was just um, asking because it seems like you're really tired. And I just look at her straight faced, obviously not tired, (laughs) just said, well, that's really weird because I'm not tired and just continued to clean. Um, Because fuck you, you're not having control over this situation. This person like didn't get what she wanted when she came in. She wanted food. We don't have food. She wanted to whine about it. I wouldn't let her whine about it and create her own story because I was feeling a little bitchy. And now she wants to blame it on me being tired. She wanted me to be like, you're right, I am so tired. You're right, that's what this was all about. No. That's why I ran out of food. What this was all about was you came in expecting one thing and wanted to throw fit. And I didn't let you. And I'm not letting you pin something on me after the fact. Yeah. (sighs) That's so annoying. But I feel like that happened a lot with us at like, went to that taco place together. Like we'd constantly run out of food. We worked at the barbecue place together. Mm -hmm. Constantly run out of food. Or we had that really long wait. Like, I mean, there's a long wait sometimes where I work now. Like sometimes people are in line for like an hour and like, just like, well, maybe you guys need more people back there. And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh, we could have 100 (laughs) people and there'd be this amount of food. Don't you, like, we've never thought of that. That sounds like a really good idea. We could have 50 people back here. And we'd not, none of us make money. They can't all have knives. Um, (laughs) So this is just, I mean, this is just the way it runs. I love, like, people, like, customers' perception of just, like, I can't believe they haven't thought of this. Well, what do you mean? You don't have a third person you can, like, throw back there? Oh, what do you mean? You don't have, like, chips for me to eat, even though it's, like, an we hour do. past closing? We do. We have closing? all of that in the back. In this back you talk about, in this weird insidey <laughs> voice, it's all in that random Alice in Wonderland yes. back that you speak it's of. All where the all back. the the When we don't have fucking fish or whatever, and you're just like, you have none? Don't you have any in the back? It's back there with our extra employees. It's secretly kept in the food wardrobe mm-hmm. with the rest of our employees that we don't allow to come out when it's busy because they're all on break yeah <laughs> that's, that's where, where it all is you're right that's where my patience is we're here to it's fuck all with back you. there in the back we're here to fuck with you yeah i don't know i'm just yeah constantly amazed by people's lack of understanding of that you're not in prison like this is not mandatory the customers aren't in prison they're not in prison <laughs> like you don't like the weight 
you don't have to wait. Especially in New York City. We don't lock you in here. Like, if you really are just like, this is too long. I personally am a super impatient person. I love the food that my restaurant has. I love the food that the old restaurant, the Mexican place we worked at, had. I would not wait this long for it because I'm an impatient bitch. And so, like, I go somewhere the fuck else where it's a little quicker. And, like, I don't have to stand up in line and I don't have to wait for a table. Like, that's me. I don't just go there to, like, browbeat people for it being what it is. It's Mm -hmm. almost like the same as, like, oh, you don't have a lot of vegan options? It's like... You don't have to eat here. Go to a place yeah. that has vegan options. I don't know why like, your dumb place doesn't have to here. turn into like what you want it to be because that's what you want it to be today. Like you want sushi, you go into a pizza restaurant, you're shit out of luck, buddy. Like that's just like, them's the breaks. You know what I love that hits on all of that? I feel like you don't love it. You know what I love? <laughs> <laughs> when people come into a restaurant and they like hate the music or they hate the lighting and, and they, they think fucking make you change it. Mm-hmm. Like they ask you to change it. They're like, "Can you change this?" When we worked or at that taco, when we worked at that taco place, and they would play like, um, you know, like rock music, punk music, sometimes metal music. And I remember this couple came in, and they were sitting down, and it was a, it was busy. Like we were just like rocking out, like selling tacos. Mm-hmm. And, and this was like the owner's taste in music. Yeah. Just to be clear, this wasn't us going rogue. And this lady comes up, and she's like, "This just isn't like very relaxing music." Can you change it? It's I just I can't relax to this. And I remember Wasn't thinking like, this was a spa. What the fuck? <laughs> I understand if you're like, I just don't like this and it's grating like, eh. but she's just like, this isn't relaxing as if that's what we were fucking going for. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I don't know, like if you want to say like you're not digging it, I guess that's fine. But I also just I don't really think that my opinion is really that important. Like I've gone to lots of bars where I'm screaming at my friends. And at this stage in life, that's not really like what I'm down with. But I think my impulse is to go somewhere quieter. It's yeah. not necessarily to go up to bars and be like, yeah, so like, and like, can't, yeah. like can't, it's cold in here and the weather and please close the door. Like, I don't expect you to rebuild your bar around my aesthetic. I expect myself to find places that I like to go to. Especially in New York to motherfucking like to city. You can find like your nichest, niche place like on your front fucking doorstep. Or at least like a half an hour train ride away. Yeah. So the fact that like people like nitpick about like dimming lights, music, mm-hmm. shit like that. Like I, I don't know what, why do people think that restaurants are their living room? I'll never understand. It's, it's unclear. I just feel like you're getting out of your own like living room and situation and control and like you're not cooking food because you want to throw it to someone else's expertise and aesthetics so you have a change. But then you go there and you're like, can I bring my own food? And can you cook it the way that I cook it? And yes. did you have the lights the way that I have? I'm like, it's can very I confusing to me. just get a grilled cheese for my child? Can we even just start with the for my babies? Like <laughs> we are raising the assholes of America for my by constantly teaching children that you just go a place and everything works around you. Well, again, it actually like just to be clear, it does not annoy me on a personal level. If somebody asks me for grilled cheese and I have a grill and cheese, I'll make it. I don't. I don't. I at mm-hmm. this stage in food service, I do not give a shit. Maybe in my early 20s, I would have been like a bone to pick about it. I don't care. If I have the authority and the resources to make whatever you ask me for, I will make it because I have no personal stock and it's fine. I don't care. So I'm just talking philosophically now. (laughs) I don't think you're doing your child or our society a service by saying you go to a place and they drop everything and they do what you say. I think this makes a lot of entitled bratty 
shitty people. Yeah. I mean, like, coming into, like, again, I feel like we got most of this at the taco place we worked at. But coming into a taco place where we literally don't have bread, asking us, well, why can't we just make a grilled cheese? Can't we just, like, put a bunch of cheese and, like, a tortilla, put it in the oven, and then it becomes, like, a molten boat of, like, tortilla cheese? Why can't we do that for your baby? Why can't you just give me, like, a very small scoop of, like, sliced avocado with some beans and rice and not charge me for it? And all of these weird requests for your baby. What? And I feel like the implication that, like, somehow we're starving this child if we can't provide that yeah. is, like, so... It's just inaccurate. Um, you can always feed your baby yourself, right? You're just taking your baby, like the baby, your baby, the to baby. like, the, or your child that is too young to really eat this food and just can't deal with it. You're taking them to a restaurant and making that the restaurant's charge. Where mm-hmm. like, really, it is your job to figure out your baby if it's very picky what it eats. It's not actually this like you know twenty year old taco employee's job to do. Um, and I think they always have this like weird implication. There's no alternative. Yeah. There's always like this voice of like, well, what am I going to do? Like literally what is my child even going to eat? I'm like, grilled cheese literally or die. something else. Like it could just not eat here. Like that's possible. You could take it the fuck home and make it a grilled cheese. Like grilled cheese or die. That's like you basically You can tell how maternal is. I am with the it. But like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking babies. Also, babies in restaurants. Um, I know you have this working at the barbecue place and I have this working at the Korean barbecue place I work at. Um, We have like a cement floor in the bar and I know you guys have a cement floor too. Babies doing laps. Babies doing laps around the whole fucking restaurant just like Mm -hmm. running and running and running around and I've had babies come behind my bar I love how babies are like our. Like, now I'm just bitching now. about babies. The way we're talking service. about babies right now is like so uncalled for. But like I've had like it's not the baby's fault. No, we're blaming the parents. Like just, it's really that seems obvious. It's the adults' issue and problem. But I've had babies like run behind my bar. <laughs> Every time we see babies, we're like dying <laughs> laughing. And like the parents are just looking over at me like with like love in their eyes like so are you going to take the dirty cup from him he ran behind your bar to give it to him isn't it give so it to cute? you are you going to say thank you and be like good boy no i'm going to try to save its life from the broken glass and like dirty and sticky stuff that's and everywhere i'm be terrified about the fact that i could have tripped over backwards on top of your baby and crushed I've it got knives back here yeah <laughs> there's so many knives and there's so many enormous bartenders like just going very quickly that could just completely and it's a bar you can't have a baby at the bar by itself. Why do you think it come back here and you think it's cute? Unless your baby is 21. That happened to me once. A baby came behind my bar and like I uh, shushed it away. Like she, she, he was trying to hand me his dirty glass or something. And I was like, oh, oh, no, no, no. You can't be back here. And I kind of like, you know, shoot him away. And I was like, just stay on that side. If you want to give me anything, that's fine. But you can't come back here. It's not safe. And the parent came up to me and was like, you could have been nicer to my kid. And I was like, you I could saved have been your kid's life. To your kid. <laughs> no, I've had a similar thing where like there was, this wasn't a baby. I, I don't know how old kids are, but like old enough to walk and like, you know. Goo goo gaga or Still words? pretty much a cabbage. Like, yeah, goo goo gaga. Yeah. <laughs> like, n- nothing to offer the world like in terms of communication. Um, but like, yeah, that age thing was just traipsing around, touching every top of every hot sauce, like touching its face with the hot sauce. And like, I went up to the parents and I was like, hey, and like very nicely. And like, I'm not lying to you. Sometimes I would be to make myself sound better, but not this time. (laughs) I went up very nicely. I was like, oh, like your your kid is like touching all these hot sauces and like it might get in their eyes. And like, I just don't, you know. And she was just kind of like, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Like, I can't really like 
control everything my child does like and just kind of gave me this whole thing of like i'm calling her a bad mother when like literally i've had hot sauce in my eye (laughs) that shit is unpleasant like i was just trying to like look out for that i could have actually taken another angle which is like this is super unsanitary and babies are full of fucking germs and they're touching every hot sauce but i wasn't even coming from that side of the fence i was just coming from like your baby is three seconds away from touching its eye and screaming bloody murder and like now you're treating me like i called you like the fucking like a baby drowner. A baby drowner. My like whatever. God. Someone who murders yeah. kids. I don't know. Yeah. No, another point of contention for me, I don't know if you can relate. You probably can. Um, when people come into your place of work and they want you to like entertain them, like you're a jester behind <sighs> a counter. Less than you because you're a bartender. But you've had this. I've had more people trying to think of fun and exciting names for me, (laughs) which like hat girl, because like I wore like this sort of, it's not like a fedora, it's like a mid Stetson-y thing, -hmm. whatever, because I have to wear a hat for work because I work in food service, but I'm not a baseball cap bitch, as you know, from like the girls, girly girl guilt episode. I'm not someone who has a bunch of shit like casual hats and baseball caps and whatever. So like I wore this hat. And people just decided this hat was my identity. And like every time they came in, they're like, hat girl. Or if they didn't saw me without my hat outside of work, they're like, where's your hat? I'm oh like, my God. at work where I don't live and your teacher doesn't live at school. Like, <laughs> stop. Like, I remember though for like the whole summer, like the whole summer you wouldn't wear a hat because it was a, the hat you wore was wool and you'd wear like a headband. Mm-hmm. And the whole summer people would not shut up about it. But then once you switched again back to the hat, People wouldn't shut up about like what happened the to your band? headband, Pocahontas. <laughs> Pocahontas, heck girl, Pocahontas, heck girl. I'm like, eh. and like now because I like I serve sides at the restaurant, like I get the jokes about are you the side chick? I'm like, don't say that to me. That's gross. Like, no, mm. like I'm not like super aggressive. When people do that, but I am reprimanding. I'm just like, no, actually, that's not an appropriate thing to say. What would you like? <laughs> you know, I'm just like, don't make. Yeah, I've definitely had a dude when his total was $69 be like, 69, I love that number. And my response, that was gross. Like, I'm not allowing people to say things like that. I'm not playing with that shit anymore either. Like, when dudes say and do gross things to me and, like, try to be weird and bro-y and look at me to, like, laugh, it's just not going to happen anymore. You're not going to make me laugh at myself about being a side chick. That's super inappropriate. And, like, don't say 69 to me when you're a 50-year-old man and I have to work here and talk to you. Like, it's just – that's not okay. I'm not working in that kind of environment. Well, to be more specific, like, at least behind the bar when people are like – well, when dudes are like, what's the least girly cocktail I can get? I literally had to tell this guy – like a week ago, because he said that. Like, his friend was trying to order a cocktail, and he, for him, was just like, what's the least girly one? I looked at him straight face and was like, oh, cocktails don't have genders. I love it. And you. he was like, oh, what? what, what? And I was like, cocktails, they, they don't have genders. So just, like, whatever you want to taste. As you're talking to, like, a chick who spent the year drinking, like, Evan Williams, like, it's her <laughs> job, you're like, what, a, what is but not I a used girl to, drink? I used to do this. Like, when people used to say that, I used to be like, well, I drink whiskey, and then it'd be this thing where it's like, well, you're not like other girls, and I don't like that conversation either. No, yeah. So, I just, I'm not entertaining any of that anymore. Yeah, there's no gender assignments to drinks, and, like, actually, like, there, there is a bit of a, like what not generalization but like i feel like you do sort of profile people when you work in service for a long totally. time and i would say 
from just observing people and like my friends who are bartenders, like a lot of big bro dudes like sugary cocktail drinks. Well, get some the drunk is fastest. Yeah. <laughs> and like they like sugar. And like, I mean, a lot of them are just like big dudes who eat a lot. And like, I just think they are addicted to things in those drinks that give them dopamine effects. Like they like sugary drinks because they eat a bunch of fucking cakes and cannolis all day long. And it's like, I don't really think that's actually the case. I think a lot of like women like I mean this is a generalization again and it's just profiling a lot of women have started to like simple pared down drinks because of diet you know I think a lot of women yeah. like a gin and soda because they're like yeah you know not really trying to have all that going on the extra again no drink should be assigned to any gender this is just when you work in jobs repetition and I think from repetition I've just noticed a lot of like enormous like Italian dudes Really love something with a bunch of fucking pineapple in it. Like, it just is a thing. Like, I'm a black woman. I will say when I worked at coffee shops, black people love hot chocolate. Like, (laughs) I'm not saying you have to. I'm not saying that has to be a black thing. I'm just saying from repetition, that just tended to come up a lot. Like, Asian people liked a lot of syrups in their coffee. It's just something I noticed. Yeah. No, behind the bar, I usually um, tend to judge people by, like, either their demeanor and like the way they move around and talk plus the way that they dress ba- and that like basing that on like I th- I feel like I know what you drink. Yeah. It's really weird. It's a really weird like psychology thing. I don't know. But it helps me sell people drinks. <laughs> it definitely had that with like coffee. Like I think squirrely people tended to like like really finicky things. Mm-hmm. And people who like kind of gave you eye contact and ordered directly, sort of like straightforward things. It was very like, yeah, um, yeah. It made a lot of sense. Can we talk about people like being squirrely about not tipping? Very quickly. Yes, you do that because I don't work at a tipped job, right? <laughs> so. Right. Yes, that's true. You work at one of those. Which maybe modern we should disclaimer that, that. Maybe maybe we should just like disclaimer like. What what where what positions have you worked in in the restaurant industry and what positions have I worked in? Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been a host, I've been a busser, I've been a counter person for a very long time, um, and now I'm a bartender. I've never been a server, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, as of right now, I've been a bartender for about three years. I've worked at dive bars. Right now, I work at a like a really cute. Tiki bar, um, we make a lot of cocktails, stuff like that. It's at a karaoke, barbecue, Korean restaurant. Really good cocktails. Yeah. I have worked as a host. I have worked as like a concierge thing. I've taken reservations. I mean, but without the host being part of it, I've worked um, barista jobs. I've been like a semi-server, meaning like you are a counter, but then you like, yeah. run food and fill water, but like not the full server experience. And um, then, you know, for the past, I would want to say almost 10 years, just counters. I mm-hmm. found that my comfort level is like, I work at a counter, you come up, you order, and then you go along your merry way. No, that's <laughs> you know? why I love being behind a counter. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I've, I'm a shitty server. I served for like a month at a bar. I was a cocktail server. I would forget to go to people's tables. I need to have the counter. I need to have like the barrier and my own space. And I need to have like the thing where you come to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I'm too used to it. I honestly think I could be good at it. I just like the flow of just the hand to mouth serving. I think it just works in my brain that you get your food, you sit, or you get your food, you pay me, you sit down. You get your food, you, like, I just like mm-hmm. keeping in that flow. I like momentum. Yeah. You know, I don't like to like 
have somebody kind of dallying and maybe they're like hanging out for like an hour or so and I'm like, you know, waiting on a check. I just like it to be very like simple exchange. I mean, it goes with my personality. I like things to make sense and be very direct. I don't don't like loopholes and gray areas very much. And like, you get your food, you pay me. Transaction over. (laughs) (laughs) And next. Go to your seat. (laughs) Now I can forget. Yeah, and I like to like, be quick and efficient and, like, find little, like... Yeah. You, you were the same when I worked No, I, like, We like to find little, like, We have the same brain. to, like, yeah, yes, make and yourself I faster. I have worked together at two jobs, um, each for longer than a year, and we have the same brain. We work very well together. Yeah. Both very organized. Very seamlessly. Like we're just, like, the perfect employees. I mean, I think I mean, so. So I don't think I've always felt that way, but I definitely think I hit my stride like in the last like seven years or so. Yeah. I think just my attitude towards it is like I really don't have such a personal stock in like anything. I just really am there to do what I'm hired to do. And mm-hmm. I don't like have my own bells and whistles, you know, <laughs> like, I think like that's <laughs> yeah, a problem you, a lot. Like when people have their own that, flair. Once you let go of that shit. Yeah, I feel like I hit my stride like two years ago with that, mm-hmm. and it's just like so great. Like, like you, you could my restaurant could tell me a lemonade is cherry syrup and Coca Cola, and I wouldn't give a fuck. I'd be like, oh, you want a lemonade? It's a cherry Coke. Seriously? Oh, but I want a lemonade. Okay, well, lemonade here is called limeade. I wouldn't. I would just do it. I don't mm-hmm. care. No stock, and it's great. Yeah. Um, no, I feel the same way. You could literally just. You could tell me that like, everybody gets like. A free jug of whiskey with purchase of like one mac and cheese, and I'm not going to be like, no, like what? Like I don't question it. What you tell me to do is what I do, and as quickly as efficiently as possible. And whatever discretion you give me to like maybe give someone extra discount or like whatever, like for I have no personal stock in saying no. If I can just say yes to everybody, my day goes smoother. Oh yeah, more smoothly. It's better English, but like yeah, I just I have no interest in like kind of. I feel like some people in service, like they're getting little aggression out in passive aggressive ways. Yeah. I have none of that. And I can honestly say I have no interest in doing that. Well, I get my aggression out when I'm shaking two shakers at once. I shake them really hard, really mm-hmm. fast. And then I get all my aggression out and then I'm cool. I like to break down boxes. <laughs> um, and when I like scrub at the end of the night and like I have these like little tricks I have. Like when I'm really annoyed with someone, oh. I'll call them hun. And when I'm saying hun, I'm really saying motherfucker in my head. Mine is totally. When people are fucking annoying, I'll be like, oh, yeah, sure, totally. Totally means fuck you. Yeah. If I'm asking for the third time what the si- what size, though, hun, I'm really <laughs> saying what size, motherfucker. And I know that I'm saying that in my head, so I'm cool and you're cool and everyone's fine. I really know it's not your fault, no. ultimately. I'm in work mode and you're in leisure mode. You shouldn't really be on your toes the way that I'm on my toes. I get that. But it's like, yeah, I'm working at like – with a sense of urgency. So like sometimes it is frustrating to like sort of sit there while someone hums and haws, right? Yeah. But I, I do also understand their position. Like you're at brunch, you're like half half in the bag probably. Like you should be allowed to like chill out and like not know what you're doing. And like I get that, but like gotta call you hon in my head, call you mother. And that's why we have it code just works words. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Just to get by. Yeah. Did you want to talk about finicky people? Sure. Um there are two types of finicky people. <laughs> I think there is a rash of people that are just on weird diets and they're a pain in the ass because they're trying to make the food that you have edible to them, right? Mm -hmm. That's a more tolerable for me. 
Like it's still annoying on some level because it's like literally if you're not eating like dairy, meat, and like I do this sometimes just for dietary reasons, but like I don't impose that on wherever I'm going. Like I just either suck it up and just eat that thing that day or just cook my own fucking shit, right? But like those people I think are, if they're not eating dairy, they're not eating meat, they're not eating milk, they're not eating corn, they're not eating, like it's just like, like it just is not going to work, you know? But they're trying to make it work. It's annoying, but like I, I understand it. They're like, I still want to go out to dinner with my friends, but like whatever. Like the people that I don't understand as much, I think, is people who make a sport out of having special requests. <laughs> I think it makes them feel like special. I think they want attention. Um, they want to have kind of refined taste or whatever. They're like, I really like when you fill this up to the brim. They have and a I'm perception like, of themselves. I don't think you really care. I think there's just some kind of lacking somewhere else in your life a deficit of attention maybe you feel intimidated a lot of people who feel intimidated i think get very like yeah aggressive and like specific if they walk into a place they don't really get they start saying they don't like everything you yeah know? or I've they have that certain that ways lot. that they like things or certain mm-hmm. ways they expect things based on other places that are similar like yeah, yeah. it's just them being intimidated for some real weird reason that no one they should no one did to them chill out and like Understand that, like, you shouldn't be intimidated at a restaurant, like, because just remember, always remember, I'm just a bitch who works at a restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> if this place seems fancy to you and you think the food seems, like, inaccessible, I'm a college dropout who works at a restaurant. There's nothing to be scared of. Yeah. Like, we're just people. Well, it's because people think that we're, like, these cool hipsters back there who, oh, like, have be- that word. No, but, like, people have said this to us many times. Yeah. And, like, that's what they think. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. If I'm a hipster, if I'm the coolest person you can think of working at my job, like, four nights a week and just being dead-ass tired and serving people like yeah. you, then cool. Yeah, I'm the coolest person ever. I'm not even <laughs> so, like, sensitive to the word hipster. Like, I could give a shit if you think I'm hip fantastic. But, like, it's not a criticism of a restaurant. I've definitely read a lot of like Yelp reviews, but I'm just trying to find somewhere to eat mm-hmm. that say like this place is like a hipster haven, hipster. I'm like trying what? to figure out what hipster tastes like. Like I actually just want to know what this restaurant serves. And like I think that term gets batted around a lot and it means kind of nothing in terms of like food no, or drink. When that guy on Yelp says hipster haven, he says I was made to feel uncool for some reason. And I'm By just his own brain this. probably. Yeah. yeah. Basically. More than likely his own brain. The server told me they didn't have fucking mimosas. And it's a hipster haven because she secretly hates me. And she thinks I'm not cool for ordering a mimosa. But they just don't have orange juice. But fuck them. I mean, be one in 5,000 um, bartenders or like servers actually are thinking that. But I think most of the time people are just trying to get through their shift. And they're not really thinking that hard about you. And I'm not thinking that hard yeah. about anyone. Like, really... I've had people who come in once and then come in one more time and they think that they know me and we have a rapport and we're regulars now, even though like that first time they came in, they didn't even really talk to me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to remember someone until like maybe the third or fourth time and we had like some sort of rapport each time. It's like, oh, so you're a regular and you chat with me. Yeah. So. And I can promise you most of my favorite customers look nothing like me. I'm sure we have nothing in common like on the surface. Like so the idea that it's like I just – open my arms to all hipsters at all times i mean often they're the most annoying customers honestly like so yeah i've definitely had that that kind of criticism i mean we 
had some yelps when we were first working at that restaurant not necessarily directed at us but just at the place it's like all these bearded chefs i'm like did your tacos taste like a beard because like i just feel like this is not relevant like i feel like there should almost be outlawed words you know or like there should just be outlawed criticisms like yelp is terrible just yelp is garbage yeah you can say whatever you want on yelp and they're they're terrible. I fucking yeah, hate them. I'm not really interested in the reviews. Like I'm really just interested in like the dollar sign amount or like yeah. how it links you to the menu. Like I just don't I don't really read what people say because I think there are some it's people that really garbage. just like break down like portions or like what kind of if is it high end or low end and like th- those things are helpful. But I think just so many people like they just have such a personal um, feeling about it that's not universal. Yeah. No, when I look at places, I mostly want to see, like, pictures of the food. Yeah. That's really helpful to me. And, like, does it have a full bar? Is it super expensive? Yeah. Like, do I got to dress up? Like, you know, helpful shit. Is it by my house? Yeah. (laughs) That'd be nice. How close is it? Yeah. I remember what you mentioned before. It was people who were squirrely about tips, not just squirrely people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So, right. You don't have a tip job now. Um, You might have had this a little bit at other jobs. Yeah. Every other job I've worked at was a tipped job, yes. except for this one. At counter jobs, it's a bit of a gray area with like tipping. In the last counter job that I had, we were paid enough that honestly, you weren't so expected to tip. It was fine if I made not that many tips. This job, we're paid um, as tipped employees. It's so high volume that we, really, we don't actually have to expect everyone to tip us 20%. Mm-hmm. Um and also just the level of service. I don't necessarily think everyone needs to tip 20%. Not everybody tips. It's kind of a numbers game. It usually works out fine. I am a little bit irked by the fact that people ask each other if they should tip me. Like their other friends? In front of me. <laughs> like you are at a restaurant with your friend. Neither of you have been here before. There's a line on your receipt that says tip here and a signature. There's a tip jar that says tip us. <laughs> and you're turning to your friend being like, do we have to tip them? Like audibly right in front of me. I think it's just more socially rude. Yeah. I don't actually care if you draw a line through that and give me not one dollar. Please don't discuss my tip in my face. Is this just, I think it's just bad manners. Like, do you do that at Starbucks? Like, yeah. The fuck? Yeah. I mean, is there any other instance in life where you're like, should we pay her? Like, to, like in front <laughs> of someone's face. Like it, it just is a little... It throws me off. Yeah. And I mean, then I like, have like the people who like try to hide their receipt because they didn't tip. It's like, bitch, I'm going to find it. I mean, I worked at that same job that you work at and I did understand the one question where people would be like, oh, like, so I see the tip line and I see the tip cup, but like how much is, how much do people usually tip you? Customary. Like, but Like they're asking, yeah, do you usually get tipped, you know, like a waiter or should I tip you like a barista is what they're asking, which is a valid question. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you know that. Like on I'm average. I'm super happy to answer that sure. because it is not like the most, people are not so used to this system. It's kind of a new thing. Like I, I get that. Um, your friend Carrie doesn't know though because you both <laughs> came in here at the same time, right? And she just said no and so you didn't tip me. And actually we are paid as people who need to be tipped. So now neither of you know anything because you asked each other and it makes no sense and you offended me because you said it in front of my face. Like, I feel like if you just stepped away from the counter and like had this discussion and just sort of like, ah, I don't feel like they need to tip, I'd be fine with that. Yeah. I think it's just actually rude to discuss what money you are not giving me in front of my face. Yeah, as if you're not even fucking there. (laughs) 
I can't even believe I have to say that that's rude. Yeah. And the amount of times that it happens, I'm like flabbergasted. It's just bad manners. So bad manners. Yeah. Speaking of bad manners, people asking you questions that are really just ploys for them to sound knowledgeable and they don't want to hear the answer. Oh my God, I love that. What are you talking about? I love it. Die for it. (laughs) Um, I get a lot of that just being that like I work in like a barbecue restaurant. I think there's a lot of, you know, you know how dudes get around a barbecue, even just dads, right? Like everyone's like, they have an opinion about the coals or whatever. Like, (laughs) what kind of wood do you guys use? And I'm like starting to answer and like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I know. So like, yeah, white oak, got it. Yeah, I I have my own oak. Like it's like very... It's more just about you feeling like an aficionado than really asking me this question. But it's like, I'm just trying to do my job and be cordial to you and like answer it. And like that just kind of, that just kind of bugs me. And then. And like you're, you're supposed to, like you're paid to be knowledgeable about this stuff. Mm -hmm. When people ask you a question, it's like, oh, great. So I get to like answer this question that's like a little different. And then when you interrupt it, it's just like so infuriating. Yeah. And then I get some of that like, um. So what is your blah, blah, blah? And then like they start almost like it's like an auction, like guessing. Yeah. Have you ever gotten that? Where, like, I don't know, let's make something up randomly. Like, what is like your cherry pie? And I'm like, well, it's like, is it a German cherry pie? Is it an American cherry pie? I'm like, it's I like, will stop. answer you as soon as you stop guessing like a psychopath. Like that happens. And um, then often they will throw it to like my male counterpart to make sure that I know what I'm talking about, which is also super fave. I've also had like people just thinking the dude next to me, regardless of like n- what we're doing, is just like my manager. He owns the place. He must own the place <laughs> yeah. because he's the dude sitting next to you. Yeah. Whereas like, no, man, he's like my busser. Mm-hmm. But for and we're all reason- qualified to say what's in like fucking macaroni and cheese sure I'll give but you two guesses default to him mm-hmm. go ahead no he'll tell you at length he'll t- you can ask me but you go make sure you tell him what i said you gotta double to check with my dad <laughs> <laughs> that seems clear um one thing that i love so much at my job i feel like is you don't when- <laughs> love it i feel like you're gonna say something you don't love again is when people tell just me just talked about lies kate <laughs> when people tell me um like how well I'm doing. Like Let you're me, handicapped? <laughs> no, no, like so I can only de- describe this well in an example. Um, like I said probably before, I think at my job we do a lot of like specialty cocktails. So there's like many moments where I'm shaking two cocktails at once. Mm-hmm. And I have this happen a lot where people are like, woo, because it makes a lot of noise. It attracts a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Um People are drunk. I don't know. Um, but yeah, uh, one time I was shaking two cocktails at once. And this kid, he was probably like 25. So he's a little younger than me. So he's a kid. Um, <laughs> turns around, looks at me. So a baby. A big baby <laughs> came behind my bar. No. Um, he looks at me shaking. And when I'm done, he says, I'm impressed. And I'm like, wow. Wow, I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna call my mom. I've been what waiting for this moment for all my life. Never. Yeah, it's it's amazing how people are amazed that a woman can do the job they're doing. Right. So I mean, often. like my tiny female brain tries its best, and I think I'm passable as a regular human. But I'm trying thank so you. hard, but sometimes it hurts. I've only been doing this for my whole life, but thank you. No, I get that also. Like sometimes just from like coworkers, like. 
where when they feel like it, they'll kind of be like, wow, I can't believe you can carry that or like, let me help you. Mm. And it's like, unless every single time I need to do this, you're going to offer me this level of help, which frankly, fine, sure. Yeah. Every single thing that I have to do every day, you want to do it for me, go ahead. Otherwise, just really understand I do this every single day. You coming in and acting like my savior for five seconds to feel good about yourself, it's just it's, it's just asinine. It's fake chivalry. Yeah, it's some bullshit. And with that. Um, so get the fuck out of here with your bullshit. Get the fuck out. You're going to go first because I went first like the last two times. What if I said I didn't have one again? Okay, fine. I'll go first. <laughs> Let me open up my notebook. <laughs> Why do I never have one? Let me open up my notebook and I'm gonna think to of the one. page. See what I wrote down. Oh, yes. So my get the fuck out moment is when people suggest um, like profitizing or monetizing like a hobby you have, no matter what, like any interest you have that you come to someone or you just have and people notice it, like, I don't know, studying a certain language or making jewelry mm-hmm. or like photography and people are just like, Oh, so you should really pursue that as a career. It really irks me. Like, not every hobby needs to be a career. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the times if you make a hobby a, a career, it could ruin it. And there are plenty of times where I've seen my friends, like, take something they love and make a career out of it. And that's awesome they can do that. But I, I just hate how it's just thrown, like, any type of hobby you have. It's like, why don't you try to make something, make a living off of it? It's I like, definitely nah, relate to that. I like to keep it in this box over here where it's just a fun thing and it's a no-stress thing and it's not, like, something that I need to do all the time, something that I choose to do all the time. Mm-hmm. I want to keep it that way. Get the fuck out of here. I fully, fully have had millions of those experiences where it's, like, every single interest you pick up that maybe you think is a trend... A- just trying know. it. Yeah, it's just like kind of floating through and like you're just seeing if you're interested in it. Someone's like, well, you did it for five seconds. How about you get an Etsy? Mm. Guess what? When I was making jewelry and everyone kept telling me to get an Etsy, I have bought so much broken jewelry from these people. <laughs> like jewelry that lasts two seconds because they took one tutorial at a bead store and then they like charge you a billion dollars because like they have like a really great aesthetic, but they have none of the skill. And I'm not about to be one of those people. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, that's not even why I picked up the idea of doing it in the first place. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out. Um, I should probably have one by now. All right. Uh, I'll say one. And I'm going to keep it light and keep it very short. My get the fuck out moment is the whole there are two types of women and all the posts that go along with it so which one are you social media thing like right like there's like maybe some Nicki minaji looking chick with like maybe a full lash or like just being very extra and like then there's the other one who's like maybe how alicia keys is looking right now or something and it's like there are two types of women this one or that one i'm like are there two types of women are you sure about that like there's two types like of women. Those two live in me and like nine others. So <laughs> not feeling like there are two types of women. Nope. And like the get you a woman who can do both. Like same, same idea. Like get you a woman who can like fucking, you know, sit with you at the game and hang out with the guys. And like also like knows how to get super dressed up. And it's like so male gazy and so annoying. And like, Lady in the streets freaking the sheets. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> get you a girl who can do both. 
Get your girl who you can completely confuse and like turn into like a fantasy girl of whatever like situation you're in at any given time. That's what that sounds like to me. It's gross and I hate it. Or like get you a woman who like has a very natural makeup look and then also has a really fucking fancy one. I mean, that just sounds like everyone I ever have ever known and those posts really annoy me. I mean, I'm only one type of person, so. You're one dimensional? Yes. Mm-hmm. Very much one. Yeah. Single way always yeah your rainbow face begs to differ um, <laughs> i'm just gonna go ahead and say get the fuck out of here with those things there are not two types of women there are millions of types of women and millions of nuances of every single woman that exists and you may think that i'm overthinking something that's silly and funny and like for just but i think that we're being oversimplified as like humans Yep, And like broken down and pitted against each other and decided that we should appeal to different sensibilities. And like it's annoying on a super deep level, which is why I don't want to talk about it anymore. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. The little things matter. Get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. So we're done now. And I forgot that I have things to say when we're done. So we have an email. I'm going to spell it out to you if you want to like talk to Just us. Just spell it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to talk to us and tell us maybe suggestions for future podcasts or just tell us that we're great and awesome. Um, it's highmetaphys at gmail.com. H-I-M-E-T-A-F-I-Z at gmail. Yeah. The music com. is by Charlie Kessenick. I said it right this time. Kessenick. You did. You even said it angrily enough for a German. Kessenick. Kessenick. All right, let's cheers it. We did it. All right, we did it. We did it. We did well. Okay, bye. Bye.